0: Hi, I'm Lauren, and welcome to The Afterlight. The beginning of this episode has a guided meditation channeled by Sandy Turkington. If you wish to skip the meditation, head to 16 minutes and 45 seconds in. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. My name is Sandy Turkington and I am a medium and an angel light worker. I do healing, I do angel messages and guidance as well as connecting with loved one's spirit healing. I'm also a minister. And what I'd like today since things are going the way they are with the world, the angels have asked me to sit with you for one moment. Or two and to just be still and relax and they'd like to walk you through this guided meditation to give you a moment to be able to just release everything so I ask you to sit now and get comfortable wherever you are whatever you're doing and I'd like you to just close your eyes and take a deep breath in and as you're breathing in and out i want you to release all the negativity within you take a deep deep breath in in, and hold it hold it hold it release 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 again another deep breath in in, and hold it hold it hold it release 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 another deep breath in 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 hold it hold it hold it release 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 and as you are breathing in and out while we're doing this meditation every time your mind starts getting one of those crazy monkey thoughts I need you to come back and just refocus on your breathing in and out always putting your attention to your breathing in and out for it will be the way that you will be able to go deeper within so breathe in and out and I ask you to draw your attention to your stomach area In this area, this is where all anxiety, all fear, all negativity, all your emotions lie. And I want you to pull that all the way up, up, up to your mind's eye, which is your third eye. And while you bring that up to your third eye, I want you to just sit still for a moment. And I want you to just visualize in your mind's eye. A beautiful treasure chest with diamonds and rubies around it, golden, and this treasure chest is open. I want you to look at the details within this chest how beautiful it is, how bright it is. And just as you would file letters into a mailbox, I'd like you to place everything you no longer want or need in this box so one by one i want you to file into this treasure chest everything and anything that's bothering you right now it can be family stress can be emotional financial it could be your boss it could be your family members anything that bothers you that you no longer want or need Just keep filling this chest more and more. Take a moment and put everything in there. It can be things that bother you from the past, things that bother you now, whatever is going to free you. Keep adding and allowing this stuff to continue to flow into your chest. Put in there your aches, your pains, physical, It can be, if you're a student, your teacher, your classes. It can be coronavirus. It can be the thought of getting it. It can be the thought of having it. It can be your fear of it. Whatever you want, just keep filling this box more and more. And the more you fill this treasure chest, the freer and freer you become. So trust, take a moment as I allow you to put in there. It could be old friends you no longer want, exes. It could be anything you could ever want that you don't want anymore to get rid of. Put it in that box, one by one. And I will give you a moment Just keep breathing in and out, feeling freer and freer. And when you're ready, and only when you're ready, I want you to slam that box shut. Hear it clink as it slams down. And I want you to kick it as hard and as far away from you, all the way across the room, out of your energy field. And I call on the angels to come forth and to take that chest all the way up to the heaven, way, way up out of your energy field, out of all that is around us. And they will transmute it into positive love, light, and answer all of your prayers. Now I want you to take a very, very deep breath in and out, knowing all is good. You feel much better. You feel much lighter. And as you're breathing in and out, I call upon your guardian angel to come forth and to stand over you. I call upon Raphael, Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Shamua to make a beautiful pyramid above you and below you. And I ask them to put their hands above your head, sending you healing, sending you safety, protection, sending you new beginnings and communication that you can see here and know more closely. Wisdom and Understanding and countless amounts of love. And I ask you to sit in the silence and allow these beautiful, beautiful archangels to send you blessings and healings now. I call on the green light of Raphael to heal you physically, mentally, emotionally. Spiritually and by nature. visualize that beautiful green light just flowing from the top of your head all the way into your body, carrying it down, 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 and permeating into each and every cell of your being with this beautiful emerald green healing light flowing through you. And as Raphael is standing there I now call upon Archangel Michael as he comes forth placing his hands over your head he takes out his sword and he cuts all the cords of negativity behind you in front of you to the right of you to the left of you above you and below you as he then pours through each cell with a beautiful beautiful blue light the blue light of safety and protection and as Michael is sending you this safety and protection Raphael is sealing the cords that he has cut sealing them so they no longer exist so they are healed you are completely healed and you are safe And all of a sudden, Archangel Gabriel steps forward and he starts sending this beautiful white light, the white light of new beginnings and the beautiful communication that Gabriel brings. Gabriel brings communication that you can see, hear, know, and feel both spirit as well as your others in life more closely Feel that white light just flowing through your body the lightness the beauty of it just lifting your spirits making you so happy as Gabriel's beautiful light pours through each and every cell of your being and while this is happening Archangel Uriel comes forth. Uriel puts his hands above you and you feel his strong red light just flowing through you. For Uriel sits at the right hand of God and is in charge of all wisdom and understanding. And as he is bringing this red light through you, you feel the strength. You feel the wisdom and the knowledge as he makes us feel that anytime time that we need to know something, he is your man and he will help you to be able to answer whatever questions that you are unsure of. As he sends this red light through each and every cell of your being, you feel the strength you feel the warmth and while Muriel is doing that the beautiful Archangel Shamuel steps forward as she taps the top of your head with her beautiful pink light of love sending love through your thoughts through your words through your eyes so you can see clearly your ears so you can hear with love your mouth that you can speak with love as she goes down and down, bringing love through each and every cell of your being, your energy, being able to communicate to others who need words of love at a certain times. But most of all, Muriel and Samuel and Gabriel and Michael. And Raphael they wish for you to realize that you need love just as much as everyone else and they ask you to love yourself and as you breathe in and out you feel the rainbow bill of energy just permeating into your being Breathing in and out that beautiful, beautiful angelic energy. As beautiful as the angels are, they are bringing you this strength, this protection, guidance, safety, new beginning, love, wisdom, and healing. I will leave you for one moment while you just sit in this beautiful vibration and accept all the blessings and healings that they wish to give you today And breathing in and out ever so gently you can thank them thank them for giving you all of their gifts all of their love and when you thank them they slowly start dissipating back further and further away as you sit there You sit there with gratitude, knowing you are never alone. And all you do is ask whenever you need any help in any direction, you ask for healing, you ask for love, you ask for safety, strength, and your wishes will be granted. So as you breathe in and out, When you're ready, you can bring your energy back into your stomach area, making it smaller and smaller, smaller and smaller. And just be still for a moment. And when you're ready, you can slowly start moving your finger, you can slowly start moving your hand. And ever so slowly open your eyes. Take a sip of water if you need be. And just sit for a moment in this beautiful energy, knowing how blessed we are. Beautifully awakened by the loving grace of the divine, Sandy Turkington has been given at birth the gifts of mediumship, healing, and connecting to the spirit realm since. She can hear, see, feel, and know messages while communicating with spirits and angels. Living spiritually, she looks at everyone with the divine and loving essence in which they came from. She has a PhD in divinity, is a minister, and has been attending Arthur Finlay College for eight years. Sandy teaches mediumship, angel, and healing classes. She connects and teaches in a loving and safe environment. Sandy is internationally known with her readings and teachings. She's an author, a medium, and an angel worker. She hears, sees, feels, and knows spirit and angels, and she's joining me today to talk about her journey. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Moyn. How are you? I'm fabulous. What a great meditation. Thank you so much. Good. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. At times like these, it's important that we step back and be still and just allow God to love us in the beautiful angel. I. Agree. You know, it's funny because since we have free will. We have to ask in order for the, us, for them to help us. And people don't seem to realize that people will go on saying, you know, just saying, why, are, why aren't my prayers answered? Why? Are? Well, you're not asking or you're not asking the right way. What I learned through my life is there's a certain way that you pray if you want your prayers to be answered. I don't, where should I begin? I'm going to talk about self-control and trying to control our prayers, which is something a lot of us do. Say, for example, um, let me use my daughter as an example. Okay. Mm -hmm. My daughter is looking for the perfect partner as many girls are. Okay. And, She will pray and pray, and she'll say, God, please help me find the right guy. Oh, Lord, please get me a guy that that is cute. Oh, my gosh, I want a guy that is going to be able to take me here or there. You know, God, I really am looking for a guy who is tall, Say example. These are all examples, okay? Well, every time you're doing that, You change the prayer. Mm. And the more you do that, the more that you confuse the prayer and your request. And people don't seem to realize that. And I'll never forget years ago, before I even, this was like many, many years ago when Wayne Dyer first came out. He told a story, and I believe it's really true about when you go into a restaurant. There's a waiter. You sit down, you tell him what you want, and then while he's taking the order, he's ready to go, and you stop him, and you say, you know what? I think I want to change this. And then the waiter goes, okay, and then I think I need to change this too. And by the end of it, the more interruptions that you are giving the waiter, the longer your dinner is going to take. Or perhaps they'll screw it up. And it won't be the right way. Whereas if you go into a restaurant and say, for example, I'll just use an example. I would like a chicken Caesar salad with a diet Coke. And that's it. You know clearly what you want. You set your expectation. You know that waiter is going to bring that meal to you exactly how you want. And in the event, because you trust him and you allow him, he may bring you a dessert as well, right? Oh, we have some extra dessert. Why don't you have the Where? He knows what's good for you, right? And that's kind of how it is with, with the divine with all of this. You state your intention clearly, exactly what you want. You give it, you let it go. You don't keep asking about it on and on where the control comes in and you know and are open to what will come. And that's the whole strategy of all of this. Now, the trust and the faith come in when you allow them to do the work, not you. You don't know have to know how it's done and why it's done, and if it's gonna be this way or if it's gonna be that way. If you want something that you request via prayer, You ask, and you let it go, and you know they're going to answer you and be open, right? Yes. Because it could be something much more than you even ask for. So if there's one thing I could say, I wish people would realize Mm -hmm. that and have that faith Mm -hmm. and know that all of our prayers will be answered, you know, in the right time and the right person in this case or whatever the situation Yeah. So yeah yeah well because i want to go speak a little about angels because that's kind of what our topic is today yeah angels are messengers of god okay angels are in 31 different places in the bible in all bibles they're in all bibles angels are non-denominational they are celestial beings they have never lived a life. Okay. Unlike spirits and our loved ones who pass on, they live a life. Well, angels, their duty is to be messengers of the divine. So they work to help you whenever you need assistance. Their vibration is on a higher, a higher cycle than those of our loved ones. So there are different dimensions and the hang- angels are on a higher vibration than our deceased loved ones. They will do whatever you need. And if they cannot do it, they will bring in other angels to assist as well. Everybody's born with at least one guardian angel. We all have at least one. Some people have two. Some people and most people will have their guardian angel, but will happen to have different things going on in their life where your guardian will bring in other angels to assist as well. So say, for example, your mother dies. Okay. They may bring in an angel of grief to assist with them Mm. until you are strong enough that you can carry on and cope with. Okay. They have angels for everything. They have angels that are mechanics. Angels that help with computers. they have angels that will help you with parking your car. they will have angels that will do and be whatever you want. And in according to the angelic realm, there's different there's different um, levels in which the archangels are the supervisors. they're the managers of the guardian angels that go on. So um, there's always, always, and it's different angels do different things. Like through the meditation, Raphael is the healer. Raphael is green light. And whenever you need healing, if you don't remember Raphael's name, all you need to do is say green light, green light, green light, if you want to send it to someone. You don't have to remember his name because he will know by the energy source that you were asking him. Michael, I'm just going to go over a couple of the main ones. Michael is safety and protection. And he resonates with a blue light. And he is so strong that his energy will help protect you and keep you safe in any situation known. So you know you always have that worry on your back. And whenever you need him, you call on the blue light. Sometimes when I do house blessings and energy clearing, I call upon Michael and I ask him to help remove whatever negative energy is in the house or whatever. And I ask him to put a bubble of blue light around the house for protection and safety. So he's excellent for that as well. Then we spoke of Archangel Gabriel, and Gabriel is the archangel that is the communication angel in New Beginnings. And stated in some of the Bibles, Gabriel came to the Blessed Mother to tell her that Christ was born, for those that believe in the religious doctrine of that. So Gabriel's been stated in there as well, documented as most of them are. And Gabriel To me, Gabriel's been phenomenal. Helping me control and work with the communication part of being able to hear, see, speak, and know clearly with the angels, with spirits, and for people that I work with. When you have to work or you need to communicate an important message for somebody, call on the White Light of Gabriel and that'll be it. You won't have to worry about a thing. The next was um, was Uriel, and U- Uriel is a powerhouse. He sits at the right hand of God, and he's the archangel of wisdom with his red light, and he's phenomenal. And then you have Shamuel, pink light, which is love. Now, one time I was in the supermarket, and I was waiting in line, to check out, and there was a couple in front of me, and they were arguing, and they were like, really? arguing. And it was making me uncomfortable because I'm right there. And I just kept sending on pink light, pink light, pink light. And all of a sudden they stop arguing. And that's the stuff that Shamuel does. Shamuel will help you with a loved one find your soulmate. Shamuel will help put out any argument, any hatred, anything negative like that, because you know, love conquers all. And then they have different angels. You know, Ariel is your pets and the animals and nature. And they have different ones, you know. Jophiel is an angel, archangel of beauty. I mean, there's just so many. Sandophon is of music. So, you know, it can go on and on and on. If you know the right people to call upon, you'll never fail. If you don't know the right people, I was just going to say, because you're probably going to ask me. Then you say, "Can I have the Archangel of whatever you're coping with to come through and help me, and you will were... oh that's a good that's a good solution, yeah, because they know who they are, yeah. yeah, yeah, and some of them aren't aren't as well known as others, so yeah, true. with your guardian yeah. angel, I just had a question about that do okay. Do guardian angels choose you know did some guardian angel decide that you know they want they want it to be the guardian angel of me and the guardian angel of you? Yes. Or yeah. is it random? They get to choose when they're on the other side, yeah. And then they come and, and then it's their job to protect you. And you may have worked with them in previous lifetimes or whatever, where, you know, you have communication with them, just like our spirit teams, okay? Yeah. We come back with the same people, Okay. Because when we reincarnate, that's just how it is. You know, when you're on the other side, just like your spirit guide, which is completely different. Everybody has a spirit guide as well. And that spirit guide is someone that you had been with in prior lifetimes and that you may have admired or whatever. And you made that path before you came into this world that that person was going to be your spirit guide. So how can you get to know your spirit team your spirit guide better? Is there... Meditate. Meditate. You need to just be still, let God love you, and blend with them. And once you become in this meditative state, what happens is your vibration, your physical mind rests, and your spiritual mind opens up and rises, and you meet them on a level in which they can enter down and you can vibration raises up. And that's the level where you the communication begins. Oh. Just like you know, when they say when you're sleeping that your loved ones come and visit you, that's because your active mind, your physical mind is asleep, right, and your spiritual mind takes over, and your energy raises above to a level. Yeah, they can come to communicate with. Heaven is only three feet away from us. So it's not as far as you, people think. That's a great thing for a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you know all this stuff, Sandy? Um, well, I meditated a lot. I've asked a lot through meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I communicate with them. I work with them. And I was, oh man, about five or six years ago, I was up in Seattle doing an angel workshop, an all-day workshop. And I trans-channeled Archangel Samuel through. And in the audience, which I did not know, was a lady that wrote a book on orbs. And she decided to take a picture of me when I finished. And the chair I was sitting on was a little tiny fluorescent hot pink angel. Oh, wow. And I have a picture. It's like so awesome. I have the picture of it. That's how cool it is. And I keep that picture every time that I'm feeling... Like, you know, oh man, how come I haven't been communicating this much? And I'll look at it and it reinforces me that it is true what I'm doing. I mean, I've had so many things happen to me that I know I bet my life on right here and now. These things are real. Can I just clarify with you quickly for our listeners who aren't familiar? What does trans channeling mean? Okay, what happens is it's a deeper form of meditation, all right, in which the either the angel or the spirit the loved one comes through me when you when you do a mediumship reading or you do an angel reading they are speaking to you and you are communicating what you're saying to the person okay yeah when you do a trance communication they actually come through and they're the ones that are saying so I step out of my body and I allow the information in them to come through and share whatever messages they need to share. Where do you go when that happens? Are you aware? Do you kind of check out? Do you feel in them trance? Being? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um i I don't check out, but I don't hear everything that they're saying. It's kind of like somebody's talking and you're like you're like in the same room, a little more distant. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. So uh, sometimes I'll hear some things, but I don't hear all the information. I guess you hear what you're meant to and you deliver the exactly. rest. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I guess. Right. Now, um, I have recorded myself when I would sit into trance by myself to see and it just amazes me because my voice changes. I know I have, say, for example, my spirit guides, my spirit team, I have three different people that come through me. And I know each one has a different energy. Each one has a different vibration. Each one has different the way they speak and their language is different so it's really it's funny how that works and with the angels it's all it's energy from them that they put in but it's a higher softer lighter vibration than when you are working with your loved ones how did you start doing that the trans channeling once you start meditating and you start really meditating a lot then Spirit takes you to wherever you need to be. And whatever lessons you need to have or things to do or that because I if you would have told me that I'm doing this years ago, I would have thought you were crazy. And I don't do anything. They spirit comes to me and I guess they say it's time you gotta do this now and it's time you gotta do that. You know, just like you. It just happens, right? Yeah. Out of the blue, I get something. Hey, let's do this. Okay. Last week, out of the blue, a woman and a man that have a Russian radio station with 26,000 listeners, they contacted me and I did an interview with them. It's like out of nowhere. Like that's how spirit is. Yeah. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, you were about to get into some of the stories that, that you've had or some of the experiences that you have. Before you do that though, can I just ask you a mm-hmm. few more questions about angels? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know that you were saying that an angel is different than a spirit because they were never in human form, I guess you could say. So is mm-hmm. an angel basically energy and do they, do they yes. look different? Do they look like the pictures that we have in our heads of wings and things like that? All right. I firmly believe that angels are like beings, okay? I believe in the old days, they would picture wings because that's the only way that they could encapsulate that this being was able to communicate and fly and travel and do whatever. Right. Now, from what I'm told, angels will come to you as they want to be seen, So if you have somebody that's really, really Christian and they believe in, you know, this type of thing with beautiful energy, with this wings and all that, then, you know, that's the way they're going to appear to them. So, yeah. So it's what you want it to be. That's how they are. Right. In the most accessible way to that. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Can angels help multiple people at one time? Absolutely. You know, um, they can be in any direction, any frequency, any time and place in multiple locations. They by locate, yes. Okay. I don't know if this is going to be something that you think that many people can connect to, but do you think that sometimes people don't ask for help because they don't want to be a burden or bother? Absolutely. Yeah. And is are they ever bothering them if they ask for help? Not at all. Not at all. You know what? They want to help us. They truly want to be here. That's what their job is, to come and to help and assist wherever they can. And it's kind of like, um, did you ever see that picture or that painting with that beautiful angel sitting down with their hands kind of like, their hand under their chin, kind of like waiting. Oh, I've seen similar, but I'm not sure if it's the one in yeah, your yeah. Side, but okay. Yeah, okay. Well, that's kind of how it is. You know, they're right. waiting. They're, that's what they're there for. I'm a minister. I've studied all kinds of different religions and that. And to me, some of the teachings of long ago are they, they, they believe in suffering. Okay, people need to suffer and people need to do this and do that. What I've learned looking through everything is that our God, our divine source, whatever you want to call it, is pure love and kindness. You won't be punished if you ask for help or whatever you need to do, because from what I was shown on the other side, is that we sit with a a team of life review spirits and angels and that, and we view our own lives. And it's not negatively, it's more or less, you know, well, if you could have done it this way, then this and this. So it isn't like a damned in hell. Mm. Type of philosophy. It's like objective. Yes, it's objective and it's pure and it's made done with love. Yeah, I think and people don't realize that because for some reason religion became controlling and they wanted people to believe in a certain way in that question. So they just said, you know, no, you have to suffer. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is by giving up your power, too, I suppose. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, what is what is the greatest commandment? You have to love yourself, right? Hmm. So in order to love yourself, if you need something, then, you know, you ask, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, I you know, my views are differently, though. Everybody has their own opinions. But the more work that I've done, the more of this... I've been told. Yeah. And I think, I don't know about you, but for me, when I listen to something or read something, if I feel it in my entire being as the truth, then I know it is. Right. Right. And, you know, I think part of that is through exploration and listening to ideas Mm -hmm. Know, like from and being like open you, minded, right? Yeah, correct minded. Do yes. you think that you know? In general, we just take things way too seriously, and we forget to Absolutely. have fun. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what's yes. really funny? When you come from a place of laughter and lightness, that raises your vibration, and you blend and connect with spirits and angels more closely than. Yeah, It's funny how that works, but it's true. It is. Why do you think that uh, we live in a culture and a society where that's not the number one focus for people? Why are we so kind of bogged down? Why is the news so ugly? Why do people love watching, you know, awful movies and, you know, this sort of thing? Why isn't the vibration of love and laughter people, and light first? People are always looking for things in different directions. And that's how I feel. Also, people that live in the past, people that live in the future, but nobody stays in the present moment and embraces the present moment. You know, 99% of what you worry about never comes into fruition. So why do you worry about it, right? Yeah. But people tend to worry. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen, no matter you worry about it or not, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what's so crazy about all this. And you know what? The past is over. Let it go. Move yeah. on. Take the lesson and move on. Yeah. And make the present a better place. Yeah. But people want to get identified with their story. And so they play that role. Do you think that people are afraid of stepping into their power? Right. Correct. Because it's the unknown. Correct. Do you have advice for them? Okay. This is how I feel about the whole thing. All right. People are not aware of their own minds, their own power. Okay. Just like you clean your body every day and you take a shower, you need to keep your mind clean. hmm You need to work constantly on keeping all negativity out of it, all worry, all doubt. And once you can attain peace within you, then you learn not to worry about anything that it's going to be provided for. Mm -hmm. And people just have to learn to work with their minds. And every time something comes through, a thought of negativity, or anger, you need to just say no, go away, or erase, erase, or whatever you need to do to keep your mind healthy and strong, and to maintain in in the present moment. Mm-hmm. I always say cut, cut, clear, delete. Perfect, <laughs> perfect, and that's perfect. You and know? it's perfect. so I've practiced it for so long that it's just a natural thing. I just go cut, cut, clear, delete. You know, in the back of my mind. And don't you feel better? yeah don't you feel much better, yeah, yeah I because do. you have your power and you're you're controlling your own power, yeah just like also controlling your power by say you walk in a room, and if you're in path which mm-hmm. you are and I am, we're very sensitive to people's emotions and feelings, yeah, and it took me a while to realize that there are these i don't. I don't want to say psychic vampires, but energy drainers, you know? Yeah. They they like, they're all doom and gloom and they're telling you your their stories and they're bringing you down and down. And you need to protect your mind and say, nope, that's not me. That's them. That's their power. And I'm not accepting it. Yeah. You can be sorry for them or whatever, but you need to maintain and control your own. Mm-hmm. Yes. And once more people start realizing this, this will help them to have a better, not only understanding of their own energy, they will start feeling empowered and start taking care of their self better, in which they will then feel stronger, they will then be more positive, and then they will feel so much better. I think that sometimes people get so used to living a certain way. They don't know that it's not normal to have anxiety or Mm -hmm. depression is very prevalent. Um, Well, you know, it's a funny thing thinking, talking about that, because I got to tell you a story. I went through my life and my parents were on, didn't have a lot of money way back. In the old days, okay. And, you know, they came from a poverty based mentality, all right. And growing up, that's all I heard, okay. Yeah. One day I was saying something and I go, you know what? um I can't afford that. And I'm like, what? I caught myself. What? What do you mean I can't afford it? I can't afford it. And then I had, I I, asked yeah, spirit to show me and they were like they made me realize this was my parents belief system not my belief system but you know what you go through life and it was their parents belief system to them and yeah. it was generational and it went back and back and It made me realize, hey, Sandy, guess what? You got to take your own power. You got to, this is not your beliefs. You don't carry on any more beliefs that are no longer yours. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that was it. Mm -hmm. So I broke that cord. And, you know, it takes a lot of soul searching and meditation to be able to do something like that. Yeah. But you can do it. You can do it. You can ask spirit. You can ask the angels to help you whatever you need. They'll be willing to help you. Mm-hmm. You're not bothering them. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. They're and loving I, it. Trust me. And I think too, like when you are happier and more content in yourself, then you can also be of service, which is what I believe angels want yes. to be of service, spirit wants to be of service. So Absolutely. just kind of, you know, helping that co- to continue on. Absolutely, and and also what they had told me was, the more work you do clearing all of that stuff here on Earth, the less you will have to do when you cross over on the other side. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense to me. Yes, for sure, because we're here to work it out, right? Right. We came back here for to be able to work out lessons and that, so. Let's do it now. I guess I just wanted to take us back to the beginning, if you can, just a bit. I, I, you know, from listening to you talk over the last little while, it's been clear to me that your spiritual journey has evolved and that things almost have been added on to you. But Mm -hmm. you were talking about, um, and I read in your bio as well, that, you know, your spiritual journey started from a very young age. So do yeah. you think you could tell me a little bit more about that, Sandy? And were you connected initially with spirits or with angels or both? And you know, how did that kind of show itself to you? Okay. You know, my mom had um, was from a family of 10 kids, all right, wow. five girls and five boys. And I'm not sure about the guys because, you know, they never talked about it, my uncles, but every one of my aunts, all five of the sisters, had spiritual gifts. So, I was born in the 50s, the early 50s, and you didn't talk about that kind of stuff. It was like a hidden secret within our family, but the moms, they were um, going through all of this. It was kind of nice in that respect because I kind of felt like I was a freak. (laughs) Yeah. So, I never talked about it to anybody else except my cousins and you know, my mom and that, and so, as time went on, um some of my cousins all of I have five girl cousins who are like we're like six months apart, for some reason, all the moms had girls at the same time, and here we were, and two of them will not even acknowledge they're afraid of it mm. um and the other two. Acknowledge it, but they don't really do anything with it. And then I started out on my journey because I didn't know how to control it, if that makes sense. Say, for example, I would go to a picnic or a barbecue, and I would see, like, dead people around people, and it used to freak me out. (laughs) As time, yes, and as time went on, um, that one TV show, The Ghost Whisperer, remember that? Yeah, from the 80s. Yeah, well, that was my life. Spirits would come to me and ask me to do things and that, and I would be like, what? And I would, I was, I didn't know that I didn't have to do that, okay? I thought since they came to me that, that I was supposed to do. So then I would go ahead and I say, for example, and I'm going to get into one of the stories, the one that you had um, heard about was, um, say, for example, um, my son played baseball and he had this friend, Jack and Jack, And him were buddies. And I knew his parents from my husband-managed baseball team. So you know what I mean? I kind of knew them, but I wasn't really, like, really close with them or friendly with them. And what happened was Marilyn, Jack's mother, um, was taking care of her mom. Her mom had gotten cancer. She was really sick. Didn't know, really, you know, I didn't really know too much about that other than that and um one night I was in bed and I was trying to sleep and Marilyn Jack's mother's mother came to me and I'm looking in my bedroom at her in the dark and she's like tomorrow is my daughter's birthday and I'm looking at her like tomorrow is my daughter's birthday and she was so good to me I know she's so worried about me can you go and bring her some flowers and i'm like what (laughs) she's like can you bring her some flowers tell her thank you for me and i heard every word she said you know right before i died and i'm like you know what do i say so i'm like yeah okay i didn't know what to have to say because here i'm thinking i gotta do everything they tell me to do so I go to the grocery store, the supermarket. I pick up 9 dollars bouquet of flowers. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to say? What the heck am I going to say? She's going to think I'm like Looney Tunes. So I park the car. I walk up her walkway. I ring the bell. And she goes, oh, Sandy. She answers it. And she's looking at me really peculiarly. And I'm like, oh, hi, Marilyn. <laughs> And she's looking at me, like, confused. And I'm like, you're not going to believe this, but is, and I always say that to people that I don't know, because I don't know what else to do or say. And I go, today is your birthday, right? And she goes, yeah. And I go, then I'm like, okay, this is good. You know, now this is really rough. And I go, you're not going to believe this, but your mother came to me last night. She goes, Oh, she did. And she's looking at me like, and so I go, yeah. And she's the one that told me it was your birthday and she wanted you to have these. And then I went on with a message and that, and she was like crying and I'm standing there. She goes, you want to come in? I'm like, no, because I'm like <laughs> all freaked out. No, no, no. And she goes, Oh, okay. And I go, well, thank you. And she like hugs me and thanks me. She's crying and she takes the flowers. and I'm walking back to the car and I'm so relieved that it's over. Cause it was so embarrassing. You yeah. Know? And as I'm walking back to the car, I'm walking from the driveway onto the street and the wind blows. And right before my feet is a $10 bill. Which was exactly the amount I paid for the flowers. And I was like, oh, well, thank you, Spirit. And I take the money and I go on my way. Amazing. That's the second time Spirit had given me money for flowers for somebody. It happened twice. where they Magically, the money comes out. And I don't know how they do it, but it was pretty crazy. Can you tell me one more story? I was at a barbecue and there was a woman there and her father was giving me a headache. All right. And, and what happened was I'm sitting there and I'm young. Okay. And this man is like, tell my daughter I'm here. And I'm like, ignoring "Tell my daughter I'm here. I know you can see me tell my daughter I'm here. And I'm starting to get a headache because it's like, I'm trying to get this guy out of my, you know, and he's Starts yelling at me like this older man, you know. And here I'm scared because I'm young. So I went up to her and I said, "You know, I'm sorry. You know, to bother you." I said, um "Do you believe in you know loved ones crossing over and communicating?" And that she goes, "I don't know. I've never really." And I'm like, "Oh shit! <laughs> you know what am I going to do? Right? It's like literally. What do you do? Yeah." And I says, "Well, you're not going to believe me, but your dad's here." And she was like, oh, my God, really? And I go, yeah. And so the more I got into it, the more the messages. And this guy wanted to keep talking, and I didn't want him to keep talking. But I kept him, you know, I kept her with the messages for a little while. And then, you know, I said, you know, you know, he's gone, even though he wasn't. And then I just kind of, <laughs> I walked away from her. And I was like a theorist because I didn't know any of these people, you know, and I was younger and, and this guy kept saying, go back and tell her. And I'm like, no, I'm not, you know? So I then started to read books. I read books like crazy. And there wasn't a lot in my days of this kind of stuff. You know, I would read Hans Hol and the few people that were there. I went to go to the library when I was a kid, reading on um, Sigmund Freud with dream interpretations because I kept having all this going on. And I would do all of this study on my own and finding and work. And then I was probably 18 or 19. And I went, finally, they had um, some kind of a psychic fear. And I went to it. And this one man who was older than me, he could have been my grandfather, he was a past life regressionist and he worked with all this stuff and he did a reading for me. He actually, he's the one that taught me how to past life regress and I taught that for a while. And um, after a while, I found out that I had my own power that I can tell them to stop doing this to me, that I can control, that I don't want them to come and bother me at night. So now, say I have a reading with you. I do readings, you know, all over the world and stuff. via Skype and Zoom and that. Thank goodness for technology. But um, sometimes loved ones will come to me, like the day before I have a uh, reading schedule and they'll come to me and want it and i'm like no please come back at one o'clock tomorrow and then we can and they listen so then they go away because i don't want them giving me any information now because i don't want to forget either yeah whatever so i say you know come back tomorrow at one o'clock and they do they do and they come back the next day and they're ready And then I bring them through and they get to do their communication. I always ask for confirmation. So their loved ones know that it's really them and it works out wonderful. Now the angel side of it, I was very, very religious when I was young. Okay. And I used to just pray and pray and pray to the blessed mother. And then all of a sudden, I don't know how it began, but I started working with the angels and then all of a sudden everything just turned dead on and it was like so amazing and so beautiful. And I can feel an angel versus a spirit through the frequency because they're a higher pitch. Okay. And they're softer than, than spirits. So do you, when you say that, do you mean that they talk to you? Because I guess what I was really curious about is how you receive your messages. Do you actually hear the voices? Sometimes, sometimes I hear, see, know, and feel. So what happens is when you first start working with this communication, whatever your dominant communication is, some people call it a clear, say like you can hear spirit. Okay that will be your your beginning where you'll, you'll hear them always. Okay. Now, if you see them, then you will see them all the time. But once you start meditating and working with the communication process, the stronger that spiritual muscle. And the reason you meditate is because you're strengthening that spiritual muscle, that spiritual mind that connects that muscle, and the stronger and the more you do it, you work that muscle to become stronger, okay? So then they take you from just hearing into maybe hearing and seeing. And then after a while, they take you through um, knowing after a while they take you through feeling or through smelling and by the end of it all you'll be able to do all of them and the reason i believe they do this for is say you have a communication with a guy and his uncle bob comes through okay now uncle bob was in a talker so when he comes through he may not say anything but if you're open to seeing where he was a visual person he'll show you the messages visually will you'll be able to pick them up visually. Does wow. that make sense? Yeah. Rather than speaking. So I believe that that's why they take you through that chain of events to open all your clears, So then you can communicate with any that need to be communicated. If, if they can't hear or they can't see or, or I get downloads of information. I get, Questions answered by just them just feeding me mentally, whatever, you know. It's actually amazing. It it's is. incredible. It is. It's so, it's phenomenal. Mean, when you were saying that, I, I couldn't help but feel that, you know, clearly it's something that potentially you inherited, but you also developed the skill and worked on. And you exactly. Clearly, you clearly trust yourself to not yes. even second guess the info. And I, I swear I trust them. I trust them solely because I know they wouldn't be telling me this if it wasn't real. It sounds so weird, but for all these years and all the experiences I've had, it's kind of like I know that they know what's going on. I know they're really there. I also know that situations and things that happen are not coincidental. (laughs) No. So do you ever feel that, you know, some of the messages you get, you might put through your own filter and, or are you able to really just hear it and say it without necessarily adding your own? That's where, that's where the meditation comes in. Yeah. Because when you're meditating and you continue to meditate, you are keeping that physical mind to the side and not allowing your mind to come through, because it's not about you. You're just the trumpet. Okay. If it's the spirit or if it's the angels, they're talking and you just give the message and not think about what the message even is. Because the minute you think about that message, then it becomes part of you and you can distort it. Yes. I love that so well. I've never heard it explained in that way where the meditation mind helps you to separate from your current mind through your human mind or whatever. That's really, yeah. thank you for that. That really sure is helpful. Sure. You know, when you were talking earlier and uh, I hope this doesn't sound wrong for me to say, but you know, no. that movie, um, the sixth sense with the kid. Yeah. Who can see, Yeah. Yeah. Is it kind of like that? Because yes. Oh my God. I, I sat through that movie. I knew everything that was going on. Yeah. Everything. It was like I I lived it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how do you not be scared? When you meditate, you sit still and just let God love you and allow God, knowing that you're going to have that divine source protection. So there's nothing to be afraid of. Right. Correct. And that helps as well with that. Right. Okay. Yeah. When you see spirit Um, when you were talking about that woman who came to you and you saw her in your room, did you see her through maybe in your imagination or through your real eyes? I saw her. Sometimes it can be through my imagination. And sometimes it can be like a real. So it depends Mm -hmm. how strong they are on the other side to perceive that. Now I had a lady One time that contacted me, I was doing past life regressions in Chicago. This was probably in the 80s, I want to say. I was teaching it. And I was there and, you know, the owner, she was an astrologer and she had this astrology shop and I got a message from her best friend who passed away. And she was upset because she did not have an obituary her ex-husband would not put it in the paper of her passing, and she was very upset about it. Because believe it or not, people get that way. You know, (laughs) everybody comes to their funeral. I mean, everybody. And I see them always there. So so she came to me. And when I saw her, I saw her very clearly. Whereas if I see somebody else, I might just see them in my mind's eye, what they want to show me. So it's kind of based on how strong their spirit is as well. Mm. And so this woman came to me, Mary, her name was, and she had me go to, I went to Carol and I told her. And Carol went and put an ad in the paper, in the classified ad, a small obituary for her. And by that time I had moved Further away, I was in the process of moving from Chicago. I'm I'm forty north, miles north of Chicago now, and Mary came to me and thanked me because Carol did it. So, so it, I can't say because each one may come differently. Each story I've seen spirits that are just like mists. You know, I've seen different different things. So it's all how they want to present themselves. Now my husband. I see every night, I see a beam of light going from his ashes in his urn from my bedroom all the way across the room to his picture. So I guess they do whatever they want to do to make themselves known. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's such a gift to be able to speak to people who have passed over and share those messages with loved ones. I mean, the transformation and the comfort that you give to people about life after death and even just... I don't comfort. take it. I don't take it as something that I do. I owe everything to the divine. Yeah. I am just the channel. I am just the trumpet that combines the two together. I don't do it for any fame. I don't do it because it's not me. All I'm doing is relating whatever's supposed to be. And I look with compassion and love in each and every person because I can see it. And I know that our loved ones see all the pain that we go through at when when they cross over. And they want to say, hey, I'm here. I'm alive. I made it. I'm okay. Yeah. No, don't cry. So, and I just, whatever they want, I'm there for. Do you ever... Um, you know, what about non-believers? Do you even concern yourself with that? or do you- Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. Because you know what? I have the people that would not, they would say that I'm crazy, that I don't know what I'm saying. And then they would come to me and they would get evidence that nobody else knows but them. And I guarantee they walk out saying, oh my God, how could you have known that? That's my mom. You know, or whatever. Right. So Have you seen, have you been able to turn skeptics around? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? It's not my job. Yeah. Yeah. My job is just bringing the message. Be it an angel, be it a spirit, whatever. That's it. To just spread love into the world, you know, Mm -hmm. any way I can help them. What are some ways that you keep your vibration high if you're having a low vibration day or if you're feeling sad, do you how do you kind of change that? Well, I play music because music resonates with me. I live in gratitude daily. And yeah. I mean every day, the minute my feet hit that ground, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Every night, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I meditate, you know. Yeah. And if you needed advice, do you find that in meditation as well? Yes. You- oh, absolutely. Big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What um do you believe happens to us when we pass over? Okay. When we pass over, funny, you're going to ask me that when we pass over, we're meted by our loved ones and those on the other side, family members and all of that. And we celebrate because for them, it's, it's like a big party. Yeah. Our passing is their glory. And <laughs> so once they're, I would say partied out, Or whatever, (laughs) then they go to sleep. Depending on the length of illness and what type of illness they had, they may sleep longer. I do know that people with Alzheimer's tend to sleep longer, and those that really, really suffer traumatically, they sleep a little longer. Once they wake up from the sleep stage, they then go into their life review. At their life review, they're guided until they see all with light and love. And then at that point, they figure out what they want to do. Some may go to classes on the other side. Some may want to help on the other side, such as on um, helping children that crossover or whatever type thing that they're interested, they will do. And after time, you can either stay where you are, you can advance and elevate to a higher evolution, or you can return and be reincarnated. And is that the past life regression similar to that you were talking about? Yeah. A past, a past life regression is going on, back to an old life. Yeah. 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 yeah to work on forgiveness. A lot of times, people that want to go back because they have things they're carrying into this lifetime, and they want they need to forgive it to move on. Oh, so do you take them back into a hypnose? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So, if somebody listening wants to learn more about, you know, this world, if they want to develop their own maybe skill set, obviously meditation Mm -hmm. is a big one. There's a really powerful meditation, as we both know, at the beginning of this conversation. Is there a a book or a piece of advice that you would like to leave our listeners with? If you want to get closer with the angel, there's a book out on Amazon, 365 days of angel prayers. And it has an angel prayer a day to be able to touch, blend with the angel of the day and say a little prayer and meditate on and become closer with the angel. If you wish to learn about mediumship, there's a lot of fabulous books on mediumship. When I was younger, I read Life After Life by Raymond Moody, Dr. Raymond Moody, which was very good um because he does actual cases when people would come back or they you know whatever with that. I'm trying to think what else there's so many I mean, just go on there and and see whatever. There's Mm -hmm. so many good ones. And my book out, coming probably the end of the year, I'm working on an article now. It'll be like one chapter. It's called The Last Breath. And it's going to be coming out, I believe, in June or July. And it's 40 different mediums that are sharing their stories or things that have happened to them. In wow. their mediumship skills and that, so which would be very interesting. Look for it on Amazon. And I mean, there's a lot now. This is the best time ever to be able to learn about all this going on. But my number one thing is to just sit still and meditate. Blend with God. Blend with the angel. Blend with yourself because you are a part of God, and know. That you can find all your answers within you. You don't need to go anywhere else. Just go within. And when I say meditate, I'm not saying to sit there going, um, with your hand, you know, take a walk in the park, you know, put on some beautiful music and just quietly sit there and learn yourself and then start going inward and you'll find everything you need. Beautiful well thank you so much for your time today sandy i love talking to you i will put Thanks, all the Ryan. links to those books that you recommended in the show notes anytime awesome. you want to come back and speak more that would be fantastic i okay yeah it was so enjoyable i'd love to good good thank you so much for your all time right, thank you thank take you, care my friend.